Hello and welcome to another episode of the Florida Dirt Bike Radio Show presented by Whiskey Throttle Media. Make sure to check out our website, www.whiskeythrottlemedia.com. All of our shows are on there for listening. And to like us on Facebook, it's Florida Dirt Bike Radio Show. Enjoy. Down to Florida, we welcome you to the Sunshine State. They're kicking back and soaking up the rays every day in Florida. I'm in Florida. The sun is setting over Tampa Bay. It's like a Caribbean holiday every day in Florida. Welcome to another episode of the Florida Dirt Bike Radio Show. Today's guest is Poi Dog from NDA. If you haven't already, make sure to check out NDA Action Sports on Facebook for all your up-to-date Florida motocross content. How are you doing today, Poi Dog? Awesome. Thanks for uh, having me, Kurt. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. I, you know, I think you and me both uh, can agree. We just, we just like to see the sport grow, and especially I mean, we've had some really great riders come from Florida. So I think we have a pretty, pretty good. Um, good group of people coming from Florida and motocross. We just want to help it grow, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's funny because when I first moved here, I mean, I'm, I got family here. It's not like a, it's, I've never been here before. I have family here and I I'd spent some early teen years here in Florida, but I really did not know the motocross scene. Like I grew up in Hawaii and everything I heard was California, California, California. And, uh, not until I got here. I mean, I knew there was some stuff here, but I just didn't realize just how deep it was. I mean, it's incredible the amount of, love the sport has here in florida and how many people don't know just how deep it is here so yeah i'm excited to be a part of it for sure yeah especially now with um all, a lot of the pro riders kind of living here i remember when i was younger probably like 10 or 12 everyone's all the pros seem to live in california and train in california and then over the past 10 years or so you see start to see all these training facilities kind of move over to florida because we got the heat and humidity year-round and uh so it's definitely growing i've I mean, I feel like if you live in Claremont, you'll see someone, uh, some pro at one point during the day, you know, if you're out and about. So it's definitely cool. Yeah. No, it's definitely cool. I think, I think the, the big thing is in California, I lived in California for a while and there's a lot of rules, a lot of regulations on bikes and stuff. Uh, you actually have to, um, 
get stickers that can dictate what time of year you can ride. This is for uh, you know state-owned or uh, federal-owned parks, but like half the year you can't even ride a bike that doesn't have a green sticker. So mm-hmm. it's it's really weird. There's a lot of regulations. The, the industry is on that side. The, the heavier part of the industry is on that side. But I think the riding and the, the, the ability to just put together a track and a training facility uh, – uh, relatively easy on this side mm-hmm. uh, is a, a real draw for the pros to come on this side for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, a little bit more about you. Let's take it back. Uh, how'd you get involved in motocross? Where'd, where'd the love start? Oh man, uh, my father, uh, he was a part of a Harley Davidson club. And so I've already, I've been around two wheels most of my life. I mean, I grew up around it a lot. And uh, the first bike he got me on was, uh, I think it was a Honda TT. 70 or something like that. it was like back in the day metal frame bike it was kind of a street converted to dirt thing and uh, it took me out to this place called the mud flats on maui and uh that's where i learned how to ride and i just never took to the road after that i mean i love playing in the mud and the dirt and, and and getting crazy on that so that's kind of where it started as far as uh getting the the bug i mean once you get bit by the uh, motocross bug it's really hard to get away from it and uh just like just progress uh slowly as far as uh, my videos and, and photography and stuff like that. It's just, you know, you hang out with these people, you, you build a community within these people and that's the people I wanted to talk about and wanted to share. So that's kind of where it all started uh, back home and, and, and riding my first bike. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think you and me the same. I mean, I started, uh, I can't, I can't remember my first day on a bike. I, my memory doesn't go back that far. So all my memories, <laughs> I've been at the track or, anything i mean i'm from miami so we used to go out to scalzo's tracks down at the homestead baseball stadium watch my dad race and then i had a little uh peewee quad and went to jr50 so it's literally been my whole life so and i i love it (laughs) you know that's that's exactly why i'm doing this now you know this podcast is because it's all i want to talk about it's all i think about all day so my why not you know just talk about it some more (laughs) i think it's awesome Uh, i saw you guys post them stuff earlier before you actually start went on you know went on with it and i was really excited because i mean granted i love what i do and and any anybody that wants to get involved with some kind of culture here in florida as far as the motocross scene is concerned i'm excited for them and i and i want to do everything i can to help you out and and be a part of what you're doing as well um i'm fairly new here in florida i didn't move here you know call this place home again until like 2010 okay. and then i kind of got back on the grind around 2011 here in florida so now i've been involved with motocross my whole life but not here in florida till about 2010 so it's exciting man i i think it's like every day i'm, I'm so grateful to have the opportunities that are here in florida with the community that's here i mean i'm you know when i can sit next to tim ferry and and talk to him and his son and his dad like that's that blows my mind. Like it's little things like that, where it's just rootsy stuff. Everybody's here. Everybody supports it. Uh, I was around not real heavy with RJ, but I mean enough that I got to do interviews with him and talk with him a little bit and just see him go from the amateur to the pro ranks was, was awesome. It's just, it's great to see that transition and to know these people and, you know, look at the TV and I'm like, wow, I know, I like, I personally know this guy now. So it's, it's, it's great, man. Florida has one of the most, powerful motocross scenes community wise and pro wise mm-hmm. it just amazes me that it's not taken a, a little more serious so when i see another person wanting to talk about florida and wanting to do stuff about florida i get excited because i think it, it, it's needed yeah definitely and, and talk about rj hampshire it's funny you say that because i think i raced at dade city 
I want to say five years ago, maybe not nah, probably a little bit longer now. Um, and he was racing in the, whatever the vortex, uh, pro class, mm-hmm. the vortex, whatever. yeah, the vortex lights or the pro cast, whatever they had going on. Yeah. Yeah. With the Ricky Renner and, uh, I think the Michael Clark and them. And, um, he didn't like, he didn't win or anything, but you know, I, I remembered the name and then not even a few months later, he was out there winning monster cup and then he's getting signed by Geico. <laughs> yeah. So it's really cool to see, you know, some guy you watch racing and same with uh rambler alves um he just has rookie season right now in supercross actually got 10th mm-hmm. at daytona um my brother nice. raced him at seminal um for forever you know so it's, it's cool that you yeah. see these kids that you've been you know growing up watching no it, it's it's really cool it's, it's a short time i've been here in, here in florida and and i'm you know i'm learning more and more every every day really because i you know i get into a conversation with someone and i find out more and more stuff that you know is happening here in florida like, I know a couple of people were, were uh, kind of taken back when I was so excited to work for D. 30 plus years in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't understand. That's Renegade Racing. That's not even AMA. Like, this is Roots, Roots, Motocross. And the work side by side with Randy just blew my mind. Like, I, I didn't have that kind of opportunity growing up in Hawaii. And I certainly didn't make the ties in California while my, my time there. So, for me to be a part of the community like that and working with all these people like right now uh with it, Mike Floyd with a uh, Florida Motocross yep. magazine uh the Tampa MX you know and 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 you got Zach Freeberg <laughs> and uh, I I remember punching the ceiling seeing him getting the whole shot you know mm-hmm. those last few years that he was racing and it's just really exciting to be a part of it all and know that the passion is real it's not just a, a flyby yeah uh, and when I say that I mean I don't mean it as in somebody can't get in and out of this sport but I was in freestyle for a long time so there was a different outlook on the sport it's just it's absolutely different with racing I think the community's tighter and the 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 way people support each other especially in the early times of racing not so much when it gets in the later half but in the early times of racing everybody is there for each other yeah. so it's, it's really amazing to see and be a part of yeah I mean I mean, as much as I love physically riding my dirt bike, I don't think I would do it if I didn't feel that sense of, like, family or community when I go to the track or go to these races. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I understand that 100%. I mean, like I said, it's it's not – like, what I do – I mean, I started off just doing photography, kiosk style, and, and I just – I was so fascinated with how it is here. Like, I was when I was in California, the community is there, but it's not the same. It's like it's a – it's taken a little too pro serious. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, like some of them are, some of them are really cool. Like there was, there was more, uh, I would say obstacles to face within the community versus like here, there's less obstacles. So you, it's more family based than it was anywhere else I've ever been. So when, when I meet people, you know, like the Lance family, uh, I, it's, it's weird because like, I know his kids. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just, it, it's just a weird thing. Like I support him as hard, as hardly as I support the whole family. Like, I think it's just amazing that it's like that with everybody, you know, it's, it's not hard to make friends here in Florida in the motocross community. As long as you show a little respect, a little love for the sport, it goes a long way. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about your um, company, NDA. Uh, how'd you get that started and what's it all about? Well, like I said, I've been doing filming for a really long time. The original company name was uh, named after my wife, Crystal Lenz. Um, and when we got here in, well, actually, when I got to California, I'd started a new thing moving from Hawaii to California. And uh, I started a new thing called uh, I Am Bay. And uh, I ended up turning that over to my friend when I left California to here. And basically, I, I 
covered a lot of action sports, not so much just motocross. Motocross is, of course, the top of my list, okay. but I mean, I, I love all the sports. I've done skating, jet skis, you know, BMX bikes, the whole nine. Uh, I couldn't afford a, a mountain bike at the time. It was hot for me, <laughs> but I did move into uh, motocross. And when I did, it was like trying to go back to BMX was impossible. Once yeah. you get used to suspension, it's, it's impossible. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I got here, um, it was kind of funny because I was doing a lot of stuff with Verbmoto Gamers. I don't know if you're familiar with them. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were a gamer channel. So I did a lot of stuff with them, like doing uh, tips and tricks videos or just, you know, highlights or whatever, you know, game was putting out what. And I got really heavy into that. And my brother started slapping me around a little bit saying, hey, bro, like you need to get out and you need to do some real filming again. And it's just one of those things, like I didn't know anybody. I didn't know where to start. And I just said, you know what? forget it, let's go, let's go for it. And uh, I went out to uh, East Bay at the time and was talking to Mike Parisi and it just kind of took off from there. And it was funny, my, I remember going back on the field for the first time filming and stuff, I was scared to death. I hadn't done it in so long and it's so dangerous. I mean, I don't think people realize just how dangerous to put yourself on the outside of a turn or in yeah. between the lanes when guys are racing and they're battling, you know? So anything can happen, it's not their fault, it's, it's racing, it's what it is. So. It's a, it's a dangerous sport to be that intimate and close in filming. So I was really scared when I first started. And then it just kind of grew. It kind of grew from there. And like I said, uh, meeting one person to another, uh, man, I could go on and on about that because it's just a trickle effect that happened. Uh, one of my biggest breaks was meeting uh, Chris Cousins, who turned me on, to Ricky Renner, who turned me on. You know, it, it just goes on and on and on. And, and, and to get weaved into this community, it's not a very large community. So to get weaved in... And you do it properly. You show respect. You show love for the sport. Uh, it's not that hard to get in, and people welcome you with open arms. So, uh, yeah, it, it basically started at East Bay, uh, just taking pictures and doing some video and stuff for fun, and it kind of took off from there. Yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome. I remember, I think the first picture I got from you was out at the old DKC, DKC2, I guess. Oh, no way. Yeah. You were out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. So I got, I got a good one, too. I remember it was really good oh. on, my, on my Husky. And so I was, oh, I was nice, nice. that's when I first started, uh, like kind of keeping tabs on what you were doing. And like, I think that's when I followed you on Facebook and all that. And then that's, awesome, man. yeah. And then that's when I came across the Wednesday weekend report, which for those of you who don't know, is a really good show that you do on Wednesdays about pretty much what, whatever's going on in the state regarding motocross. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's main focus is motocross. I'm trying to do more, uh, sports to, you know, kind of add to the palette. Uh, motocross, like I said, it's, it's easy for me because I know everybody and I'm part of that community. I'm in the know with that community. Uh, I've tried reaching out to the surf community, which is very locked down. It's funny because I'll ask them, hey, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be here. And I'm like, where's there? And then, you know, I don't hear about yeah. them or hear from them for a couple of days. And they're like, and then all of a sudden I see pictures and stuff go up. So it's a close community. Uh, as far as that goes, it's kind of like having a really nice private track that nobody's supposed to be there. So nobody says anything. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how surfing is. Yeah. So they, they kind of lock it down. And uh, it's just, like I said, it, it just kind of grew from there. And being because I've worked with so many great people, so many great race promoters and stuff like that, I kind of have an insight as to what's going on and what's happening. And, and being a part of a lot of these races and series, uh, I already talked about it as it was. Uh, the funny thing is Wednesday Weekend Report, it started uh, last year in January. It was a test run to see if I could actually do it live. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, and it, the the whole process was not for me. It was just something I was doing, uh, just to kind of test out the equipment, learn what I was doing. I, I mean, everything was. I had to teach myself how to do everything as far as where it's at now. And 
I, the intention wasn't to be on camera. My intention was to learn everything and get a host in place. Oh. Problem is, I live way south of everybody, uh-huh. and it's about you know an average of two to three hour drive for everybody to come to my home. So it was impossible to get somebody in. So I just continue the road as, as a host and uh, and just keep reaching out and and hope you know keep it going. Yeah, that's that's awesome. It's definitely it's definitely cool because I, you know, just knowing what's going on and then you, I mean, obviously highlight the races that happen and. You know, I, I didn't realize how much racing, because I'm, I race the woods, so that I'm mm-hmm. full FTR. We race every other weekend, and so right. I, I would like to race more motocross, but you know, it's, it's tough. Um, and I don't, I never realized how many series are going on between. I mean, they got the Dealer Cup now, the I4MX, and you got like the yep. Florida Motocross Group that does ride days everywhere. And <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 sometimes I forget how much actual motocross stuff is going on in this in the state. You know, it's it's huge. Oh yeah, no, it is. It really is, and that's why I said it. it I think, I, I'm like, like I said, with more people getting involved, especially from the end of uh, more or less promoting what's going on here in motocross, I, I get really excited because there's so much to cover. FTR, I know you're heavy in, mm-hmm. involved with FTR and stuff. My mechanic is actually Kevin Vaughn. I know he was treasurer at one point, yeah. and that's about the only contact I had. And to get him to come on my show was impossible. Mm-hmm. He was not coming on my show, and I don't know enough about FTR. I think I was invited to go to one event, and the only thing I probably would end up recording was the uh, the pit bike races, okay. which is which is great, you know, for that. But for me to try to get into the woods, and I'd need you know five or six cameramen just to run down the whole line of the course, because what you guys is what you do is so different from motocross mm-hmm. in the sense of uh, uh, spectator. Yeah. So that's why I mean I absolutely uh, love what it is, and I've actually talked to Kevin about doing one thinking uh maybe i could handle it but then i hear you know <laughs> it's, it's not as easy as people think it is <laughs> it's, it's pretty brutal i bet you can handle it. <laughs> i hear it's pretty brutal man and uh, you know I, I totally respect it like i said for as far as my coverage type i would have to hire like four more guys just to run the whole course you know to get the you know parts of the courses that count and yeah. i just never had ne- never been able to facilitate that so uh, like I was telling you earlier, I'd love to have you on the show and, and talking when FTR ramps back up and, and races start happening. I would love to have you on. Yeah, man, I would, def- I would definitely love that. And, you know, I think that's how you were talking about how people say it's not as easy as it looks and all that. And I think that's what kind of drives some moto guys away from it. Um, but they got a new class now. It's called Sportsman. It's on Saturday. It's a shorter race, shorter track. It's a little smoother. Um, I mm-hmm. think the big thing is, when the, some of the motocross guys come and they, they try to race it like a motocross race, you know, like, right. and they're, they're done by the first lap. Cause they're just on the throttle the whole time. So it, right, it right, takes right. them getting used to, but we've, we've had some good, we've had like Rich Wilkes out there, uh, Stephen Colony. I remember Ricky Renner used right. to do some Matt Bonnie. So yeah. So the guy, I think you I know Robbie, Robbie was out there as well. Robbie Renner. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we, you definitely got to get out there, man gotta see you out there yeah no i, I i've been like i said i've been wanting to and i know there's one close to where i live that i need to just you know i just need to focus down on that date and make sure i'm out there and that's and that's what it comes down to it has nothing to do with avoidance is more or less just i have to schedule it out yeah. i know you guys travel great distances too mm-hmm. like all over the state and i know i also know uh ftr uh, can reach outside of the state as well right yeah yeah the yeah the enduro series um they have a, quite a few and south carolina and i think some in georgia as well so nice. yeah they like co-sanction with uh citra so yeah i i, I see the stickers around all the time the the tree with the ftr the orange sticker i see it all over the place and it's it's funny because like i said my mechanic 
my car mechanic is Kevin Bond, and uh, we sit down and talk. And I swear to you, I try to get him on the show, and he just he hightails it. He don't want nothing <laughs> to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I could definitely see that. But so let's talk a little bit about this Tampa MX Dealer Cup round two is this weekend. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. Um, I was at round one though. For those of you who don't know, it's free racing, so we have quite a few sponsors um, that help promote the series and help get it going. But you know a lot more than I do, so I'm gonna hand this off to you if you want to talk a little bit about what went down this weekend, how some of the racing was, and a little bit about the series. Oh, absolutely. Um, the 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 whole series itself, like you said, it's free racing, and I think the first year because they did it last year, and I think the first year. Uh, people were either one finishing up a series, you know, they're kind of, you know, they, they hear another series coming on, but they're, they're, they're like, okay, I got, I already have one series I have to worry about. And then they hear free racing and that's always a, a catch. Anytime you hear the word free. So people kind of freak out about that. So last year was kind of a hit and miss here and there. It, it went really well considering the fact of, uh, you know, the uphill climb that you have to go through to start a series, but it did really well. And then, uh, this year, it's just been fantastic. The the rider count is well above uh, 300. Uh, everybody's having a great time. Uh, I think uh, this last race we had, it was a little hot, so there was some irritation on the track. <laughs> it can happen, uh, especially when you're when you're all out going crazy and, uh, you know, going for the win. Uh, but outside of that, man, it was just a really good time. Uh, that You know, you got to absorb the heat and whatnot, but get past that, it was a really good time. Kyle Williamson uh, was actually uh, emceeing. So he did okay. a great job out there. It was a, uh, he's fun to hang out with too. Uh, he's going to have some training classes out of Tampa coming up soon. Uh, just a, it's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, when you got local dealers like H and R, you got Moto Enthusiasts, uh, the Fun Bike Center, Barney's uh, Extreme, uh, it was a Power. I'm trying to think of the. There's another. There's just so many that's involved with this to you know make the free racing possible. And basically, all you do is you just go in, you sign up under the 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 dealer that's part of the series and the dealer actually collects points. So at the end of the season, at the end of the, you know, at the banquets and stuff, the dealer with the most points from the riders that rode for them actually win the dealer's cup. So that's how it all works out. It's actually really cool. It's a, it's a fun idea and uh, you can get out there and have a really good time. It's free racing. Uh, they have a vendor on site and stuff like that. So you have food and whatnot and uh, it's just really good time. Yeah, I mean, I, so I I went to the first one, like I said, and that was probably the first motocross race I've done in four or five years, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that track. It's so it's I think it's so cool. It's it you I don't you probably I don't think you're around back then because you were in 2010. But there's a track in Fort Lauderdale called Dania, and it was really small, mm-hmm. and they had night racing, so it reminds me a lot of that. Um, and it's just really fun, and like you said, it's free racing. Why not go out and try it? You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's not like it's holding you back from doing other series as well because because of the financial part i think that's what stops a lot of people yeah. from doing more than one series uh and, and you know in the past few years it, it's been really rough i've noticed a turnaround uh the, the the different promoters are starting to work with each other now not every one of them are and we can't expect every one of them to work with each other but a lot of them are starting to work with each other they're looking over their shoulders they're making sure that you know hey if i have to move a date and might jump in on somebody else's date so the 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 premise on that has really lightened up and i think the community just yelled out i don't know if you're familiar with the the florida motocross group um they have a really strong community and that was a really strong subject for a long time and i noticed since that big uprising of everybody just kind of voicing like look you guys got to do something to work together uh, it really made a change i think people are really putting in an effort to work around each other and more people are able to enjoy 
more of the series that are out there. So it's it's tough. I mean, you got uh, easy five different series that it's running out there, and it's hard to uh, encompass a full demographic uh, when you know a lot of it ends up just being local. So it's tough, but I mean, uh, it's a great series. It's free, and it doesn't hold you back financially. I think to another series if you want to do another series. Yeah, I mean. Definitely, the financial thing is huge. So the free racing it, it helps everyone out. Like I think we're like we were talking before we I hit record. Um, you know, all you really pay for is your gas, the ten dollar mm-hmm. gate fee. Um, just getting just getting to the tracks a big thing there. And I yep. think I think with it being free, at least it was. I mean, I'm not I'm not going pro motocross or anything. So there was really no <laughs> pressure for me. Yeah. But I think for most people, it's free. You know, if you something happens, yeah. your bike breaks or something, and you're not super pissed because you just spent a hundred dollars to ride three classes right you know, right so. right yeah exactly exactly and that's and that is really the kind of the scenario the only the only class that does require some type of uh buy-in is the pro class which is the top gun class but it's a hundred percent payback mm-hmm. so you know if you can place up high enough you, you get your money back anyway and that's that's just like i said it's just the whole the whole thing with that series is just it's pretty cool that you can basically just you know, bring your stuff out, get out and ride. And like I said, uh, I know people that were doing Dade City Saturday night racing, you know, and then they came down, camped out for free and raced mm-hmm. the uh, Top Gun series. So everybody was having a really good yeah. time. And, and we're, I'm starting to see it because I did the Dade series for a while. I did it for two years. And uh, I'm starting to see a lot of faces from there. And they were like, oh, Dade was great last night. Now we're here. We're having yeah. a good time here. And like, it's, it's, it's awesome all the way around. Yeah, it sounds like a great weekend to me. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It's fun. It was packed, dude. It was like when you pulled into the uh, Burt's Road, mm-hmm. uh, there was cars lined all the way up, almost really? to the stop sign. It was pretty packed. Yeah, it's you know actually, I raced Dade City um, when whenever I said early like 2012 when RJ was there, uh, mm-hmm. and it was cool because the whole town kind of comes out and watches, um, as well as all the riders there, and I, I got oh, the yeah. same kind of vibe from the Tampa MX. You know, it seems like a lot of people just come out there and watch and hang out as well. You know, which is awesome. Yep for the sport yeah no absolutely like i said the, the communities uh the motocross community itself is really deep but then when you have extended family from that community uh it just makes it a lot more fun dude and and, and you'd be surprised how many people just when they come out to check out the races like oh well, i can do that you know and they go out and they get a bike and they start yeah. supporting the, the racing and stuff like that and i think i think it's just great yeah i mean some five-year-old kid that lives down the street somehow hears about it and he's like hey hey dad like let's go check out the racing and the next thing you know he's the next time there's a race he's got a little pw50 you know yep yep so. pw50 or a honda C, uh, cr50 yeah. like they're out there and they're they're having fun they're smiling they're having a good time and and as long as they can keep that kind of vein toward it man the the, the motocross community would just bring them in like a warm blanket and and teach them everything they need to know and get them started and, and you know and really take them to the next level if they want it yes so who who was the top gun out there this past weekend? I believe it was Dennett Dennett Val Valdez Alves Alves. Oh my, I am terrible with names. Hold <laughs> on, I, I got this I got this written down because I heard uh, I heard uh, Kyle say the name, but I'll be darned if I could spell it. So I, I had to ask him who, who it was so I could get the spelling right. Uh, he's actually really fast. Uh, I believe he's Spanish speaking, so there was no real communication. Okay. He didn't go on the podium or anything like that. Uh, Denner Alves. Denner Alves. I think it's I think it's Denner Alves. Uh, but yeah, no, he was ripping, dude. He was 
definitely ripping. And uh, Robbie Rennie was out there for the first moto. I don't know what happened. I know there was a few people that kind of left because of the heat. Mm-hmm. The heat was pretty intense yesterday, yeah. so that could the heat could have been a factor. He could have had bike issues. I don't know. I didn't see him. He he did not he did not give me hugs and kisses before he left. So I don't <laughs> know what happened. Uh, but uh, Kyle Vibber was out there. He was killing it too. Yeah. So there was some really fast kids out there, and it's a it's like I said, it's it's just a fun series. Uh, everybody's having a good time, and nobody's really stressing it out. You know, yeah. I mean. Heck, you, you save all that money with all the classes. You got, you can go up to the vendor and buy some food, like all yeah. the things that you normally penny, you know, penny pinch yeah. for. Uh, you have the freedom to actually loosen up a little bit on the pocket. That um, I was watching. I think it was his Instagram. Uh, that Gage Gongus kid at the first race, he was out there ripping, and it seemed like he was doing that yesterday too. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he, he he's a ripper for sure. Uh, kids, the kids clown. He's fun to, I mean, he's fun to watch ride. He, he, he doesn't, I think he's going to break that bike. Like he just holds it wide open really? and he's, <laughs> you know, he's scrubbing everything and he's throwing whips all over the place. Uh, he was getting a little cocky. It was, I think it was a second moto. He was getting a little cocky and he started throwing no footers and stuff. Uh-oh. And then it, he came into a turn like right in front of me and went down. It was oh. the funniest thing because he comes up, he scrubs super hard, lays the bike over like it looks sick. And then he does it again and he hits this little like table triple little little thing and it does a no footer and he goes right into the dirt and goes down i'm like oh <laughs> so he gets up and he goon rides all the way you know the rest of the track and, and and wins but it was you know he's an awesome kid for yeah. sure uh, definitely seems like he's going to be one to watch here in the future definitely keep an eye oh on yeah him. absolutely yeah if he, if he stays on that bike dude i mean he he kills it for sure so we hitting any tracks this weekend where can we find you if we're out riding and get some sweet pictures well, um, actually, I work part-time for uh, Florida Tracks and Trails, so I'll be out there this weekend. I'm okay. actually going to be in and uh, helping out with maintenance on, the, like, the AT or UTV track and the beginner track and stuff like that, and the, you know, fixing the roads and whatnot. And then I'll be out there flagging and doing kind of a pseudo-security tour guide kind of guy on the weekends. But that's what I'll be on this weekend. You're doing it all. Yeah, well, you know, I love it, so yeah. it's, it's not hard. Hey, you're, hang- you're hanging out at a dirt bike track. How bad could it be? Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, uh, you know, I, I talk moto, I work moto, and I live moto. So it's, I just need a damn bike, you know? If I yeah. could just get a bike under me, that'd be great. We need to get you out there. <laughs> yeah, you know, every time I go to get a bike, and then I, I look at the studio, and I look at the camera setups and stuff like that, and it's like, it's such a hard decision. It's like, I could do so much yeah. more if I buy this equipment, you know, and, 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 and instead of getting a bike. And if I get a bike, it's like one of those things, like, I bought one when I first uh, started here. I had a, a, a RM, I think it was a 98-250. The thing was a beast, uh-huh. but I hardly rode it. I actually left it at East Bay because I didn't even have a truck at the time. I, I still don't have one now to tow it around. I left it at East Bay, and I just, I, you know, I got to ride it a little bit at the end of the day because I was out there filming or taking pictures. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe at the time it was Matt and Vicky that was out there watching the facility, and they would let me, you know, catch a you know, few laps at the end mm-hmm. of practice. So that was the only time I wrote it. And I was like, okay, it's obvious. I'm going to go ahead and get rid of this <laughs> before I can't sell it. And, uh, and yeah, I haven't gotten a bike since. But hopefully, man, hopefully. You, you touched on it earlier. You said you're in the freestyle. Were you doing freestyle or just kind of following it? Uh, I was doing it not to the level. Like, we're talking back. Click it was a big thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? remember uh happening was uh, like lazy boys and cliffhangers no backflips yet okay. in fact when i saw for the first time i believe it was carrie hart that did a backflip in competition he stuck it but he fell off yeah. i mean it's, it's one of those debatable things but like, he landed it in my opinion he landed it but he did fall so it i mean either way you can, it can be done either way that he was the first to land it in competition yeah. but 
that when I saw that, I was like, oh hell no, nah, I'm I'm out. You know, like the biggest thing, biggest thing I could do was um like a, a Barney no handed or you know it was it like I tried a cliffhanger, and almost died. So it was one of those things where like I loved it. I loved being part of that culture at the time. Like it was it suited me. You know the 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 renegade kind of guy. Like I was more into that style of lifestyle. And then as I you know I grew up and grew out of it. What actually transferred me to racing was meeting uh, Jeremy McGrath on Kauai. I'm from Maui, so I went to another island for a race and actually went there to see the LBZ jump team. I wasn't even there for the races. And it turned out that uh, McGrath was a, a guest. So I got to sit down with McGrath, and then, you know, I started picking up magazines with him on it. And he's, like, doing Superman airs and stuff like that on the finish line. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. And that's actually what got me to transfer from freestyle to racing was McGrath. Well, that's that's an awesome story. So, were you a big Clifford Adaponte fan? Yeah, I mean, I love the dude. I, mean, I don't know what he's doing now. I mean, I, I know he he got into a little bit of trouble, but I mean, I, I believe he's doing construction right now. I don't think he's even uh, remotely involved with it anymore. Yeah. I haven't heard anything, but then again, I haven't really, you know, I haven't been in touch with that scene in so yeah. long that you know it's hard to tell. I'm I'm actually not. Even, I wouldn't even say I'm really a big buff on uh, pros. Like I know the top guys, of course, oh, okay. but I don't. I'm not a big buff on it. I'm really into the local culture here, mm-hmm. more so than I have been with any any other sport in my life. It's it's like I said. It's it's just amazing here. The, the motocross community here in Florida is awesome. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I just I just remember Clifford. I grew up on the Krusty Demons and Terra Firma videos. So. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Absolutely, and, and, and I got to meet Mickey Diamond out at, on Kauai, and his, his the LBZ jump team that came out. Mike Russell was the owner of LBZ. I, I believe he still is. I don't know if it's. I think it's street bikes now. I don't think they even mess with yeah. uh, dirt bikes anymore. But like, I got to meet him, hang out with him, hang out with McGrath. Like, it was the one of the coolest trips I've ever made. And uh, like I said, it's just one of those things. Like the community. In, in my eyes, like growing up looking at all these things, like you said, Krusty Demons and stuff like that. For me. Like getting to meet these guys was like getting to meet like a Hollywood star. It was it was awesome. But like how tight knit it is, because it's funny. Because I'll talk about the guys that I met in Hawaii, and people here in Florida are like, oh yeah, that's my good friend here, and we yeah. were in business doing this, and like like this. I know this guy from here, and I'm like, wow, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like all the people that they knew or that I met, they already knew, and we're talking about them like it was nothing. I I have Bubba James Bubba from Krusty Demons on my show. And it just blows me away that, that it, it's that kind of community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can reach out to them and say, hey, would you like to be on my show? And they're like, yeah. You know, he, he totally came on and killed it. It was it was fantastic. So, like I said, it, it, as big as it is in my head, it's still a very small community. So, I think, yeah. especially here in Florida, the more the merrier, man. The more people that are about it, the more people are talking about it. And the more people that keep a positive light on it, I think, is, is what's so desperately needed to kind of push it up to at least California status. Mm-hmm. And, and it's getting there. I mean, like you said, with all the pros that are moving here, uh, with all the kids, of course, that are just taking away all the tickets for Loretta's, <laughs> you know, it's, like, it, it's here. It's yeah. happening. It's just, uh, you know, getting it to that next level. Uh, I just have a question because it, it kind of been interesting me, uh, interesting me lately because I, I noticed they have a Loretta qualifier in Hawaii now. How is the motocross yep. scene out there? Uh, you have some really fast kids, but this is the, this is where the problem comes in. Uh, living in Hawaii already is super expensive. Yeah. That's, that's the main hurdle. And you already know motocross is already expensive. So when you get to that level of where your rider can actually do something about it, 
uh, getting them to, you have to fly them in, you know, to the mainland and, and getting a bike over to the mainland if you don't have connections already. It's, it's, it's such a huge deal. Now, we have some really fast riders, and I would consider them, like, you know, trying to remember back and, 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 and truly being honest about it. I remember seeing at least two or three AB riders just in the area that I was in. And I know there were faster ones on other islands. Yeah. But, you know, to at pro level, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure because they've never been exposed as much as like how, you know, kids in the mainland can be exposed to all these pro riders and all these pro events. And, you know, it, it, I mean, when you're, when you can go to the Tampa, uh, Raymond James Stadium, and, you know, the next day after the races, you're on the same track. You know, we just don't have that yeah. in Hawaii. So having that environment really helps, I think, locally here. Because when I first moved here, you know, people were asking what my riding level was, and I said, I'm about a sea rider. And then I saw the sea rider kids, I'm like, I'm not a sea rider. Yeah. Like, this is, <laughs> it's, it's way beyond anything I expected moving here to Florida, especially Florida. Even over California, the talent pool is so deep and so young it's incredible. So yeah, we have some great riders over there. We even have some great uh, free riders. We got guys doing backflips and stuff like that. And it's all like rootsy stuff. Like there's nobody's crossed over aside from like, you know, like you said, uh, Clifford Abdante who, who moved over, uh, went to the main, like, he, he moved to the mainland. So that's yeah. what made the difference. And that's, I, I think that's what, where the big gap is because of one, the finances and two, the distance from everything. Uh, I know uh, a friend of mine, Chris Cousins, is over there doing training and stuff, and he says he sees it. It's all over the place. And it's just getting them the connections to yeah. get them over to the mainland and start going from there. I have a good friend of mine, the Gomes family, Brittany Gomes. She rips, dude. She rips hard. And I would love to bring her here to Florida and, and show her, you know, everybody that I met here and, and kind of just show her off. Like, she's a fast female, like super. We're talking Hannah Hodges fast. Like she rips, but she just has no outlet. So it's it's rough. Yeah, yeah. You can't just load up the truck and drive to you. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's like I said, just getting the bike over from Hawaii to the mainland is is a big ordeal. So you kind of have to have the connections in order to get yeah. over and and get your stuff together. And it, it's tough. And I know she has some great connections in California and stuff that have been helping her out. I believe it's California. Mm-hmm. I know she's been doing a lot of racing on the West Coast. So uh, props to that family that's helping them out for sure. But like I said, it's just it's really tough. I mean, the, the talent's there. It's talent's everywhere. I mean, there's talent in the Philippines. There's talent. I mean, look at you know the MHGPs. That tells you right there that there's talent everywhere. Uh, but it's you know just getting to the main stage. That's the hardest part. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like I just cause I just noticed um, I was looking at the results from Thunder Valley, and there was a, a kid from Hawaii. And I was just thinking because nice. I know how much you have to sacrifice. If you live in Florida, just to go pro, you know. So I couldn't imagine Hawaii, like yeah. traveling all yeah, over and stuff. So. It's tough. We have a family that's actually living at uh, WW Ranch. Um, Thor, oh, what is his name? Thor. I can't think of his name right now. I'm drawing a blank. I feel bad. I want to have him on my show and everything. I was actually introduced to him by somebody that's in Hawaii that's from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twist. It's a twist. Yeah. Little story there, but you know, he actually introduced me. Thor Powell. That's his name. Thor Powell. Uh, the kid rips. Uh, he just got backing from Cobra. You know what I mean? Like the kid goes and he's, you know, he's going to Loretta's, but they actually had to, you know, they're living at WW Ranch in a sense, you know, that's, that's their home base. And they just travel everywhere and do all these national races and stuff. So um, when you have opportunity like that, it happens, but it's such a huge yeah. sacrifice to leave your whole family, your whole home behind 
and 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 just make a really big push for it. But they love it and they're enjoying it right now. And the, the dad told me it's like at any point that he feels that this is not what he wants to do, then they're going back home. Yeah. So you know, it's it's tough, but it it's ha- it happens. Hey, you got you gotta go fast if your name's Thor. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on my show. Everyone, please check out NDA Action Sports on Facebook. Um, check out the Wednesday Weekend Report. It's great. You'll learn a lot more about Florida motocross if you don't know all the ins and outs. And uh, thank you so much. Hey, man, I really do appreciate it, and I appreciate you doing what you're doing as well. I think, like I said, the more the merrier do that we all got to support each other and really bring Florida motocross to another level. I think the talent's already there. It's just waiting to be learned about, and that's it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a great night. You too. Right.